Hi, my name is Danny Morell, and this is Real Estate Sales, the podcast for real estate professionals and entrepreneurs that are on a path of daily inspired action leading towards success in every area of their lives. Get ready to once again break through and realize your true potential. Hey everybody, how are you? Danny Morell here with another edition, another episode of the Real Estate Sales Show. Um, I am your host as always, Danny Morell. I've got a special, like one of my favorite humans on earth special guest today. And this person is very special because honest to God, this lady has more guts than a lot of men that I know out there. She has more faith. She's a little bit, of, she, she's, she's, a, she's a real estate rock star. She's a tank. And I think it all boils down to um, the, the immense faith that she has and the way she has her ego in check. This is a lady who is probably on track to have her best year ever. I'll let you share with her your numbers, but friends from all over the country who are listening to the show, please welcome on episode number 12 of the Real Estate Sales Show, my friend from Intero Real Estate Services, Ms. Apple Coriel. Apple, say hello, please. Hi, Danny, how are you? I am doing great, how about yourself? Good, really good, excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You got it. Well, I think we're both kind of energized. We, we both got out yeah. of a pretty powerful sales meeting. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I'm lit up, right? No, that was great. That was a great meeting. Great awesome. meeting. Awesome. Awesome. So Apple, listen, uh, are you a listener of the show? Let's start with that. Absolutely. You are. Uh, Have you listened to all the episodes? All the episodes. Brianna's probably my favorite by far other yes. than Joe D. So. Okay, good. Awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was really great. Well, you know what? I got to tell you, you haven't listened to episode number 11 yet because at the time of this recording, it hasn't been released. And that's with Greg okay. Harrelson. I, I, I'm going to let you know right now. I think that one's going to rival like both of those. So get ready for that one. Okay. Okay. Um, so Apple, let's start for a second with sharing with everybody some basics about yourself, your time in the business, your production. And then I, I wanna tell everybody about how we met because I think that's a great story. So yep, Apple, how I long have you been in the business? It will be five years in August. Five years in August? Yes. You seem like you've been in the business for a lot longer for some reason. No. <laughs> no, all right, five years in August. So, you know, I opened my real estate company five years in May. Okay. So that's kind of crazy. Like right as I was opening the company, you were getting into the industry. Right. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And so year one, uh, first off, um, I, I think you have a very special story in the fact that you're a single mom. Yeah. Yes, I so am. Tell them about that. Um, well, I have a 12 and a five year old. Um, before real estate, I was in the casino business for nine years working the night shift, mm. 630 at night till three o'clock in the morning. For you, nine straight years. You know what always amazes me? Like when, when, like when guests come on the show and they tell me what they used to do, I cannot picture you doing that. I was a table games dealer. Blackjack, no. poker, everything, yeah. You know what, come <laughs> and think about it. You, you do have that little uh, blackjack dealer. I can picture you with a little bow tie, the white shirt. I can we see didn't that. have to wear that. We oh, didn't have to wear that. Okay, no, good, no. good, good. So, okay, so I got to ask Apple, what the heck got you from dealing blackjack to becoming a real estate agent? What was the call or what was the pull that brought you into the industry? Um, you know what, Danny, you mentioned you started your company back in May and that was actually when I um, 
uh, completed the real estate classes. Mm. So um, I, it was just one of those things that I want, I was, I've always thought about real estate. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try that one day. Yeah. So I finally went ahead and took the classes while I was working full time. And um, my son was turning five that year. And so I just got, I was so tired of asking for my son's birthday off. Mm. I was like so tired of it. So May of 2011, I, um, I finished the classes and June 27th was my son's birthday. Uh, they denied my day off for his birthday. Okay. I literally quit June 29th, not knowing what, I, what was going to happen. I knew that I had my real estate test coming up July 20th. Okay. So took my real estate test July 20th, passed it, was in a Century 21 company office uh, first week of August. Got my physical license August 17th of 2011, and it all just went downhill from there. Okay, wait, well, downhill? I mean, uphill. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> yeah, uphill. Yeah. So, so, so time out, Apple, because you kind of just struck a chord before we even got started with the, with the show, for crying out loud. Um, you know, you, you, you said I, w I was tired of getting denied of my son's birthday off. Yeah. Um, and, and then you said that you got denied and you literally quit within two days. Yep. Okay. Apple, listen to me very carefully. That is tough for people to do. Yeah. Like, no, I didn't know what I, I mean. There was no plan. I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'll figure this out, but I'm done. I don't, it was his fifth birthday. I'm just done. You know, I wanted to make sure that I had a great fifth birthday for my son that year. They denied it. So I just quit. I was like, I'll figure it out. Okay. So, um, by the way, Apple, are you like a gypsy or something? Cause you've got some bracelets or something that are, that are, that are kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they're, they're just yeah. like going all over the place and you could hear them. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. You know what? You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. It says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh, then leave them on. Then leave them on. That was perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. okay. All right, good. You leave them on then. So, okay. so Apple, I bring up that, that, um, that, that was a that, that was tough because you know, th there are people all over this country that are not only in jobs, but are in relationships, in situations, um, in their life where they know that, that what they're doing or who they're being is, is not what they're meant for. And they don't have the ability to say, you know what, I I'm out, I'm done with this, right? So, right. you know, it's funny because I know you as a person of faith and yet I don't know if you realize, but that faith showed up in that moment right there, right? Talk to me about the courage it took or what you were thinking about when you decided to say no to that job. And by the way, you may not have known what you were going to do, but you did know what you did not want to do, right? Ex yes, and that absolutely. Was the key. Talk to me about that. You know, the one thing that I remember, Danny, about that day was I told myself, now mind you, I didn't have, I didn't know about having three months reserves of anything at that moment, okay? Um, but I do remember clearly that I told myself, you know what, I can't be scared to go after something else just because my financial situation was not in place. Right. I was not going to let my financial situation at that moment stop me from just trying something different right period so that right there was i still think about that day i do you know what's what's so 
powerful Apple is that that was a gift. I don't know mm-hmm. if you realize it or not, but, that, but that, that was a gift. And I and I say that because, you know, sometimes in our industry and in our business, real estate can be a little bit emotional. And it's emotional because of the fact that sometimes, you know, our thoughts about our finances keep us from doing the activities that we need to do on a daily basis, right? And keep Absolutely. us from thinking in, a, in, in our powerful peak state that allows us to really go out there and become who we're destined to become within the industry, right? Right, and right. And you found a way to do that, right? So if, you're, if, you, if we have a listener mm-hmm. out there right now who may be struggling with finances, right. and maybe they're in the business, right? Talk to them about what it takes to move past that and create a different reality in your world. Honestly, uh, for me, it's just fa- it's facing the fear. It's okay. facing that fear. Um, you're never going to get over that fear unless you just go for it. Um, I, I think more importantly, my my reason of doing it was bigger than what I was scared of. There you go. So, you know, it was more important for me to be able to say when I'm going to have my time off and when I'm going to spend my time with my son. So that right there for me was more important than, you know, a steady paycheck and having your job, right? Being comfortable. You just, just being comfortable and safe, you know, that's what it was for me. So if, if I'm hearing you correctly, then if I'm a real estate professional, which is obviously a sales business with no guarantees, right? And I am currently struggling to be able to get past the constant negativity that comes with thinking about my finances, or for that matter, thinking about rejection, thinking about anything that we have to deal with, you kind of have to make a choice, right? Right. And you have to make a choice about which one is more important to you, the negative thought or the desire you have to be your best. Is that what I'm hearing you saying? Absolutely. Awesome, fantastic. And if you can give them a tip as to what helped you make the right choice, what would that tip be? Honestly, I didn't even know if it was the right choice at the moment. You just went. Um, I just went. I knew what I, I, I knew what I wanted and I, I, well, I knew what I didn't want. I didn't want to have to ask for that permission. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the decision for myself and for my family at that moment. So did not know regardless of whether or not it was the right choice at the time. But looking back now, of course, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. So yeah. I was glad I made that choice. Now, you know what's funny, Apple? I I love it because we're, we're about to get deep here, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I caught on to something. You said that Brianna's show was one of your favorites. Right. And, and I, I think that it's because of the fact that she probably mentioned the mastery of fear like at yeah. least six or seven times within the show. Absolutely. And here you are, somebody that had to deal with the exact same thing, right? Right. Yep. And you were able to conquer it. You were able to master it. And now let's move on and let's move forward. Sure. Tell, tell everybody where you are today in your business. 2016, end of the first quarter practically. What are you on track to accomplish this year and how much will you earn? I am on track to take 73 listings this year as of right now. Awesome. Awesome. So I remember somewhere earlier in the year you were on track to take 90. So so we're off a little bit, but heck, 73 listings is pretty good. Right, right. Okay. And how much will you earn this year? I will earn 530,000 this year. Can I get an amen? (laughs) 
I'm loving it. I love I'm it. Loving I, it. I do. All right, Apple, let me, let me ask you a question. Sure. You're a single mom. Yes. Um, you know, I know that your kids are into sports and you're able to provide them with the best club sports and you're able to travel with them and you're able to give them the absolute best, right? Right. And, you know, again, the same way I asked Brianna, I'm going to ask you this question. There are, there are women out there that, 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 are, that are, I think, stuck. And I will never be able to understand why they're stuck because I obviously don't deal with the things that women uh, have to deal with. But I am conscious of the fact that it is an entirely different world for somebody like yourself compared to somebody like myself. Specifically, somebody that is out there doing that most important job of being a mother, right? Mm-hmm. All by herself. So I'm going to talk about that in a second. But my first question is this. Speak to the ladies that are out there listening to the show. Um, how could we help them to get past some of the mental limitations? If you don't look at your kids enough every single day, then you should. Because I roll over and there's a five-year-old breathing on me. Mm. And it's, it's just that. They're my reason I do get up, you know. They're the reason um, everything I do throughout my day is because of my two boys. Mm. Um, there should, I mean, easier said than done. Correct. But honestly, there is, should, there's no options. Um, you know, you got to know who and what the sacrifice is for. And for me, I'm crystal clear on that. Um, the sacrifice of getting up at 3.15 in the morning because at 6 o'clock it's chaos with the two. So um, I just know and then the opportunity that I'm opening up for them um, by doing what I'm supposed to do on a, on a daily basis is what's most important. So it has nothing to do with me. It absolutely has nothing to do with me. It's, I, almost, I almost take myself out of the whole equation. Right. You know, because the things I do is beyond what beyond me. It's ever since I had my firstborn, I made that decision that nothing I do in life is ever for me anymore. So for me, that's 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 it. So, you know, Apple. So I'm going to get a little deep again. <laughs> OK. So if there's a mother or a father out there uh-huh. or anybody for that matter who is being stopped from being their best because of maybe negative thinking or mental limitations. Mm-hmm. Could we then agree that when we succumb to those mental limitations and that negative thinking, that, that it is essentially us making it about ourselves versus making it about our family? Absolutely, 100%. Mm. 100%. So it, it's almost like, it's almost you're feeling sorry for yourself you know like like i said you got to remove yourself from the entire equation mm. you really do because what you do on a daily basis especially for me having kids every mom out there knows it what they do every single day is not for them it's mm. for those little ones that are looking up at you watching every single thing that you do learning from every single thing that you do so you know, you know what this reminded me of, Apple? This reminded me of, um, I believe it was Jack Nicholas, right? You know who that is by, by any chance? Uh-huh. Jack Nicholas is the golfer. And he goes out there and he's golfing and he's golfing with like an amateur, 
right? Yeah. And and the amateur, like I don't know, he 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 swings what he thought was a perfect swing, and the ball goes in the opposite direction, and he is mad. He's getting ticked off. He's throwing his club. He's you know doing all that stuff. And Jack says the following: He says, "You know what? You're not good enough to be mad." And yep. I'm bringing that up because the way I've always looked at it is if, you know, in my case, I not only have kids, but I have my beautiful wife that, that I consider myself a warrior for my family. And Absolutely. I want to give them the absolute best that life has to offer. And I will not settle for anything in any area of my life, period of story. Yep. I think what I'm hearing you say, Apple, is that essentially, because of the fact that you have kids, you don't have the right to worry. You don't have the right to be negative. You don't have the right to doubt. You don't have the right to fear. You don't have the right to not act because those kids help you push past all of that. Is that Absolutely. Correct? 100%. Oh, my God. I it's. That's it. That's it for me. I think this is going to be one of the strongest shows. <laughs> I, I really do. Because it's funny, you know, Apple, um, you know, uh, as you know, and for those of you listening, if, if you use hashtag AskRES show on either Instagram or Facebook, one of the things that I like to do is I like to give all of our listeners an opportunity to ask questions, right? And mm -hmm. I'll typically post something the day before a guest comes on. And if they can relate in any way to that guest, it gives them an opportunity. And so one of the main questions you got for today's show, which I'm not even going to ask you, is the question was, how do you balance, right? How uh -huh. do you balance having the kids and, you know, your schedule, whatever? And I think your approach is there is no balance. None. I, I've got to go out and do what I got to do. Because I have mm -hmm. no option, zero, end of story. Is that correct? Yep, yep, that's it. There's there's not even a time of day that I'm like, you know, how am I going to get the kids to school? How am I going to get my son to his two practices plus his three sessions with three different coaches? How am I going to pick my, my little one up from extended care? It, it's like this. It's like breathing. That's it, you know? That's it for me. There is no option. There's no thinking about whether or not I should or how am I, how am I going to do it? It's, it's just an instant decision. There's That's no, it. The, you know what Joe DiRaffaeo in his episode said, learn to make quick decisions. Right. And right. you have mastered the art of making quick decisions. Is that correct? Yep. By the way, tell me about that. I know that you have kids that are in sports. Like how much into sports are they? <laughs> it's funny how you talk about how you have coaches for everything. Right. I have one coach right now. Okay. And my son has more coaches than I do, literally. He's got a batting coach, a hitting coach, and a fielding coach, and a speed and agility coach. So and imagine- you for, And you pay for all of this. All of it, yeah. all of it. So, and it's worth it. And yeah. he's, been, he's been going through that since he was eight. Yeah. So I'm a 100% believer that you can, like you said in the meeting today, you don't do anything your way. And my son's like walking proof that none of that is his way. It's you all know? because of coaching. Yep. You got you need the people to 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 um give you the skills and it's like just reaching out. You need people, just like you said today in the meeting. You need people. So this is a perfect parlay into my next question for you, Apple, which 
this story is about to take a twist and our listeners are going to love it even more. Um, okay. I do want to say, Apple, I know you're a fan of what we do, right? I am. And, and, I, and I don't in any way, like my commitment is that I, I don't in any way want to use this show as a commercial for, 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 for our company, right? Right, right. Um, but yet I have to bring this up because because you have a very unique story. So let's talk to them. First off, how far away are we from each other? Exactly, probably three and a half hours. Okay, so three and a half hours away. Yes. And through fate, I don't even believe it's fate. I believe it's that <laughs> you wanted the best out of life. Right. And that caused you to show up somewhere where yeah. I was at. And how long ago was that? And let's talk about that. Okay, so... In 2014, I made the commitment to go into Mike Ferry coaching. Okay, great. I, I made that commitment. Um, that was like in November. So my first coaching call was January 28th of 2015. Of course, first thing coach says, pick the closest event to you and the oh. quickest one. So sales talk it was in Riverside. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that she made me do was ask at least two to three questions every single day. It was like totally outside my comfort zone. But... Um, I actually met, this is the craziest story, Kate. I love telling this story because I actually met an agent, um, not in Intero at that moment, but had an Intero badge on, okay? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So she introduced me to Jason. I'll tell you who it is in a second. She introduced me to Jason, and um, that was probably the, the first or second day. Okay. And so Jason tells me about Intero, just a brief, you know, and then about Danny. And so instantly, as soon as you kind of um, plant that seed, you notice what you were just talking about. It's that. So I started noticing Intero, like in the front corner, it's like, boom, here's Danny asking a question. Or, boom, here's Danny asking something else. And I'm just like, man, I want to meet this guy. But, you know, <laughs> so it was literally just the last day of that event. I remember we had lunch. Yes, but it was interesting because we like cross paths yeah. and it was as if we knew each other. Yeah. You were like, Apple, I was like, Danny, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sat down, first questioned. The first question I asked you was, how do I get in? Yeah. That's it. I was just like, I want to be part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was in March of last year. Right. And you know what, Apple, and this is why I'm bringing this up for all of our listeners, because at that time, Apple lived three and a half hours away. Yeah. And she was part of a company that I don't think was offering her for what she wanted in her life and her business, the value that she felt that she needed. And she literally made the decision. And I'm bringing this up, not as a promotion. I'm bringing this up to promote her, her faith and the, and, and the reason why she's doing so well so that you can learn from this. She mm -hmm. literally made the decision to leave that office go rent a little satellite location and plug into our trainings on a day-to-day -day basis, which Apple at the time, everybody thought that you were crazy. Um, I, they still do here in my area. They do really? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So talk to me about blind faith because it took an immense amount of blind faith for you to make that decision. Right, right. Um, Danny, you know, the, the one thing for, with me, I have a, a hard time identifying what it is I'm doing. At, and other people tell me that's blind faith. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I didn't even know it was blind faith. Mm. I was just, 
I saw something like an energy. I'm huge on vibes and energy. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt that in the room because, you know, the sales talk is very just exclusive, right. 500 agents or so. And I felt that just come and it was like calling my name in that corner. You know what I mean? Like having seeing you guys always stand up and ask questions. Um, so that energy was what I was attracted to. And I'm really good about um, recognizing that when mm-hmm. I feel that good energy, um, I just go after it. I go see what it's about. So there's people out there listening mm-hmm. that have a dream of someday being able to earn half a million bucks a year. And yet here you are, somebody that's actually doing it. Right. How important do you think it is to be surrounded with like-minded people, not only at work, but on a personal level as well? I, I it's a must. It's one of those that's your non-negotiables. Hmm. Um, it really, it really, really is. Um, my last company, I was, I felt like an outsider. I was looked at a little bit different because I made phone calls and it wasn't even like a structured thing at that time. It was just, I knew that I just had to pick up the phone. So um, I almost felt lost and I was like looking for the right group of people Mm -hmm. to be around to um, get that same energy back. And the one of the things that I used to tell myself when I was at, at, at Keller previously before I joined Intero was that um, everybody came to me for energy, but there were days when I needed to fall back on that energy and it wasn't there. Mm. So I felt that energy when I met you guys. Awesome. Um, So now I feel it's, it's, I I, I don't know what I would do without my mastermind group, number one. Okay, so that's really neat. Um, So I think it's very important to have, you know, to have the same, same like um, same people you, you have to surround surround yourself with the same people who believe in the same thing and are after the same thing awesome awesome so Apple one of the things that I first spoke to you about uh-huh. was in order for us to get you to 70 plus listings a year which by the way be, be, before we hooked up how many were you taking um, well, I, I actually took 42 listings in 2014 and 31 of them were listings that closed. Okay, good. In 2015, yeah. So you're going from the 40s to the 70s now. Right. And I remember vividly saying that one of the things, and this is, we're going to get to the technical side of this now, uh-huh. that one of the things we needed to work on in order to allow you to take more listings was your presentation. Right. And right. I remember specifically that I caught on to the fact that you were winging it at your presentations because your numbers were just way off, right? right? So for our listeners, you need to be tracking, if you ever want to become a top listing agent, you need to be tracking things like how many presentations do you go on and how many listings do you actually take, right? Right. Because if I'm a real estate professional and I go, I go on 10 presentations and I only take two listings, I can make more money and be more efficient by going on the same amount of presentations and taking eight of them. Right. 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 So talk to me about that process for you. How important in this growth has, has sales skills been and how do you get better at it? How often are you practicing? Danny, your, your exact words for me was I was using my bubbliness to get my listings. That was your exact words. You were selling from energy versus skill. Right, right. Um, a personality versus skill. That's personality, yes. Yeah. So 
Now I literally spend an extra 30 minutes before I get on the office role play practicing my listing presentation and mm. then every afternoon at one o'clock for 30 minutes okay. and then I will go over it 15 minutes before I leave for a listing listing presentation now. So you're practicing an hour a day right now? Yes, on top of our office role play, yeah. On top of the role play that we already do and, and do you... How, how much has that affected your ability to go from 40 to 73? Well, um, just this year, I've taken eight expired listings. And how yeah. many did you take all of last year? For expired, I believe I took six expired listings last year. All of last year and you've done eight in the first quarter. Yeah. That is outstanding, Apple. Yeah. What, what do you so, think? I mean, if I'm a listener right now and I'm listening in, in Charlotte, North Carolina right now, what, 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 how do I do the same thing? What, what, what could I do to get that kind of result? Um, number one, what helps me is Anthony every morning at eight o'clock. Um, I love how he kind of shadows what he does from the moment that he gets out of the car, you know, and he, it's like the five knocks, the simplest thing. So I'm just kind of mimicking what Anthony is telling us. Mm -hmm. And then of course, provided by the Mike Ferry scripts, right, right. just, just that, just those, the first, hi, thanks for having me over. I'm so excited about getting your home on the market and getting, getting it sold. sold. Right. Just that, I would have never said that. Well, <laughs> I what never were, did. So what were you saying before? Hi, I'm I'm Apple. We have I'm an appointment Apple. today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, know? look. And the reality is, Apple, that you were winging it. Right. And I think that, yeah. not I think, I know because the National Association of Realtors says that literally every agent out there on average closes only 2.8 deals a year. We have an entire industry of people that are winging it. Yeah. And the reason why they don't want to do what you do is twofold. They're afraid of confrontation and they're afraid of rejection. Right. And if you're a listener on my show, I've got to tell you that I'm going to help you to get past that. Because the reality is, is that I think that people have way more potential in them. I think that they can produce double, triple, quadruple the results if they just learn what to say and how to say it. But in order to ever get there, they got to get past the fear of rejection. They've got to get past the fear of of not knowing what to say, because just like any great actor, a great actor practices at their craft, and you have proven that when you practice, you get better results. Right, and and just from that, Danny, what you said, um, the fear of rejection, uh, for me, there's one thing that, um, that I'm scared of more than rejection, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are probably on the same boat as I am. I. I'm afraid of embarrassment. Mm. So um, when it was it, it was hard to transition from winging it, feeling comfortable, you know, and being my bubbly self and not the professional that they're hoping that they're going to see. Um, it was really tough in the beginning to transition from being the personality to the professional. To the professional. Because I was embarrassed that it was coming out wrong or it wasn't sounding right. So I was scared of that embarrassment feeling versus the rejection. It's like for me, reject me all day long. It's okay. But the moment I'm embarrassed, I'm, I'm done. Right. Yeah. So it's that, that's, that's why it's that much more important for me to day in and day out practice to where I'm comfortable with the presentation. So I, I love it. I love it. And, <laughs> and, and, and Apple, 
here's what most people don't get. Um, and if you're a listener on our, on our show, I care about you enough to bring this to light. There are people in our business right now, or for that matter, in any business right now, that are flatlined. And what I mean by flatlined is that they produce right about the same amount of profit, the same amount of sales, the same amount of results, if, if, if you may, on a year-to-year basis. Right. And yet you, if you realize what's happening in five years, are doing this. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that enthusiasm and personality could only get you so far, and yep. you juiced it for as much as you could, but now you're stepping into a world where your business can become predictable and duplicatable, and it's because you're willing to practice the art of asking questions. Yes. And Apple, yeah. I remember having that conversation with you. I remember it was a tough one. It was I remember tough. you were trying to like weasel out of it. Yeah, bud, you don't understand, bud. Yeah, bud. And I said, Apple, stop. You have right. to make a choice here, right? Right. And the scary thing is, is if you're going to take 73 listings this year, how many will you take next year? How many will you take the year after? It's infinite, the possibilities. It, it is. Right? It is. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> so Apple, answer me this. Um, how strong are you at your presentation when you're in front of a seller? How strong are you at your presentation? Scale of 1 to 10. Um, honestly, I'm probably like right around six or seven. Okay, good. Um, still have a lot of improving to, to go. Um, I feel like the first four years of my business, I winged it. So it's, it's taking me that much longer and it's going to continue to be that way. You know, I know I'm going to improve every single year and it's only going to get better and better and better. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So I can't honestly say I'm right at like six or seven. I I love it. And here's something that... We probably have never spoken on about on the show. Why listings? Why not buyers? <laughs> okay, so it's it's been a couple of years that I'm like I don't want to work with buyers. Um, I've been burned a, a, a lot of times um, to where it was even a referral that was sent to me, and it was a brother or sister of a friend of mine, and showed them five or six or seven houses. Maybe it was my system at the time, mm-hmm. um, and then. You know, the one moment that I did not pick up my phone, they write up an offer somewhere else. So right. that happened to me a few times and I didn't like it. And then I also don't like that when you're showing property, it's typically to somebody who works nine to five mm-hmm. and uh, um, you have to show houses after five o'clock. Well, I want to be home with my kids after five o'clock. Right. So I, you know, I'd rather... I, uh, and there was times when I would be showing houses after five and I didn't even come home with a contract signed. Mm. So it was almost like draining. Like so why? Right. Yeah. So I know it's been almost two years that I subconsciously um, stopped, um, that I subconsciously stopped working for with buyers. So like this year, I've taken 14 listings. Um one, I put one of my sellers that um, were moving up into a contract. Okay. And then I'm working with one buyer. I love it. So um, I'd rather spend my time on listings because I can go to my son's baseball game and watch him hit a home run. Right. Versus right. having to be out and showing property. 
Right. So it's um you there's so many things that you can do when you focus on the listings. Number one, leverage. Number two, flexibility. Number three, your freedom of um, when when you get to say when you're going to work or when you're going to go meet people. Mm. I feel like it's more structured. Um, you don't have to work on someone else's time. It's it's like being a doctor. These are the times that I have open, you know. And for a lot of buyers, they're working that nine to five. Um, they can't sh see property, which is fine. But for me, it's not. It's a standard I've, I put on myself that I'd rather be home in the evenings with my kids than showing property and hopefully put somebody in contract. I love it. So Understood. Understood. Yeah. That's powerful, powerful stuff. Apple, let's get to my favorite part of the show, okay? Let's go ahead and open up to some questions. And I know that sure. we did get a couple. And I guess, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and ask the first one, okay? Sure. So the first one is, uh, let me see here. I'm going on my Facebook page. By the way, if you haven't already done so, go to my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash page, And you'll see all the great posts and the motivational quotes, so forth and so on. It's, 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 about 250 of you are adding to the page on a weekly basis, so it's definitely growing. Um, but here comes a question, and this question is from Jasmine Tamayo, okay? And Jasmine asks, what time do you get into the office and start prospecting while juggling the demands of your family, i.e. school, sports, etc.? cetera? Okay, um, I, 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 <laughs> for me, I'm in the office at 7.45. Okay. And um, I think I put myself in a situation to where I was able to do that. Um, my son, my oldest, could be at school, dropped off at 7.30. Mm. And better yet, my, my little one goes to private school where they have morning extended care where he could be dropped off at 7.25. So it works so perfectly. It's perfect. Um, I set myself up that way. Mm. And um, so that I don't have any problems of being in the office by 7.45. Okay. Um, so I'm in the office 7:45. Um, prep my numbers for prospecting on the office role play at eight o'clock, 8:30. You're on the phone. You're on the phones. Got it. On the phones. Awesome. Um, also, uh, another question: What is your best source of leads um, or clients? <laughs> well, um, expireds and fizbos have become my main target. Mm -hmm. I and um, I think a couple of people mentioned I use Vulcan Seven as well. Okay. Um, and but I have to admit, fifty-six percent of my business come from my past client and center of influence. Okay, so fifty-six percent of. By the way, guys, I hope you caught that she knows the exact numbers. Right. <laughs> it's very important as a business person to be able to track your numbers. Okay. So fifty-six percent uh, come from past clients and database. So let's let's talk about that for a little bit. That means that sure. you obviously have some sort of a system in place to be right. able to, you know, once the sale closes, to keep in contact with them, is that correct? Yes, and I think it's not even, I don't even think it's a system after the fact, after providing them what they were looking for. I think the core part of it is during the transaction. Um, you know, the best marketing and the best thing that you can do for any of my clients and me being 95% listing based mm -hmm. is you take their listing, you price it right, you sell it quickly because that's exactly what they want. That's right. And you just tell the world. Awesome. And it, it just spreads like fire. Awesome. So, um, and then of course, you know, on a quarterly basis, I do keep in touch with them. Um, I have a top 20 list 
of my past clients and my center of influence who on a, on a regular basis always send me referrals. Okay, good. Okay, mm -hmm. good. And here's another question. This is from Lauren Godinez. Um, how are you able to, to be a top producing agent while balancing being a single mom of two young boys, which we kind of got into, but I don't want to rob you from answering it. So go ahead and- No, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the one of the things for me, Danny, I, I, I wanted to figure out how I could still be a full-time mom and still f work full-time. Mm. And real estate has definitely given me that. Mm -hmm. uh, being focused on listings, it, it's, it's not even a challenge anymore. You know, I'm able to, be, I, I still, I'm able to drop my kids off to school. I'm able to pick them up from school. I'm able to take them to the practices they need because I have structured my business. You wanted it that way. Yeah, that's, it's like, that's. You, you not yeah. only wanted it that way, but you realized the work it was going to take to allow you to get it that way. Right. You didn't stop yourself from doing that work. You didn't let free or conquer you or freeze you from doing that work. You didn't let the opinions of other people stop you from learning what to say and how to say it. You flat out just knew what you wanted and you went after it and you weren't gonna stop until you got it. Right, right. Um, I know, I and I just wanna add on like there's so many things that come into play that we let come into play. And um, for example, my goal is 100 listings. My goal is a million dollars earned. My goal is to be there for every single baseball game, every single soccer game. My goal is to be able to make my own time, my own schedule. Mm -hmm. So what I did was instead of having all these different goals, what's the one thing that's gonna allow me to accomplish all of these? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And it's like, well, okay, instead of focusing on 10 different goals, right? what's the one thing that's gonna allow me yeah. to accomplish it all? And what is it? You talk about it day in and day out, Danny. Yep. Be a listing agent. That's right. And that's it. That's you know, it. 100 listings is going to Let, provide- Everything you. else is fine. Everything. So awesome. Awesome. that's it. I love it. Apple, um, we're 40 minutes in. We have had a fantastic, no holds barred conversation. <laughs> um, I've got to tell you, this is a strong one and I think it's going to help a lot of people because I think our listeners are starting to see a trend. Right. And, and that trend is basically like, you got to get out of your way and you got to realize that the only one stopping you is you. Yeah. And so my hope is that you could help me in one thing. Sure. As my last question to you, um, if, if we have listeners out there that are stuck, that are maybe feeling trapped, that are, that are listening to this show right now and they're inspired by what you, a single mom, was able to do, Mm -hmm. And they wanted to learn one thing that they could change or enhance about maybe mm -hmm. the way they think, right? Um, or about anything. What would that? What would that one thing be? Um, uh, Danny, another one of the things that you talk about day in day out. It starts up here. Mm -hmm. um, I am one of the. <laughs> I'm I'm one that battles this every single day. So I know how important it is to work on your mindset every single day mm. um i am probably one of the hardest people that uh, on themselves yeah so i think honestly if you are stuck if if you're like kind of lost or something um pick up a book 
there's pick go to YouTube and look up Tony Robbins. Something that's like just gonna wake you up, Danny Morrell. You know, <laughs> something that's just gonna wake you up because if if you're if you can't wake yourself up, reach out to somebody yeah, who can. Who can? Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's that just comes back to removing yourself from the entire equation. Remove yourself from it. And it's like, what would someone else do if they were in my situation right now? Right. Well, this person would reach out to somebody who's going to wake them up. I love it. So it's a, a, being stuck is a choice. I love that's, it. That's what it is. Being stuck is a choice. So Oof. don't choose. Don't choose to just be stuck. I mean, you know, that that's for me. You know, I know that I uh, for me, I'm never going to choose to just be um, stuck or satisfied and and. Uh, my one of my biggest things that I always tell myself: be grateful, but never satisfied. Okay. So, uh, Apple, this has been awesome because I'm just a, um, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of people, yeah. uh, and I'm a fan of possibility. And I don't know if you know this or not, Apple. Uh, Claudia always kind of makes fun of me a little bit about this one, but I have a real soft spot in my heart for single moms because um, my mom took us three boys, got us on a plane, blind faith moved us from New York City here to Southern California because she wanted to give us a better opportunity and she wanted to you know, give us a, a, a fighting chance when my dad wasn't around. And, um, and I saw her go through that struggle. You know, I saw her, I, I, she taught me my faith that I have. I saw right. her put on a Kentucky Fried Chicken uni uh, uniform when she was a, uh, a, uh, a well-paid employee in New York City. And I saw her do anything it took to provide for us the life that we deserved. And so I just want to tell you that you are a gift to me because you uh, remind me of the spirit that we can all have if we really choose to just get past the negative talk and get past the fear. I just yeah. want to say thank you because honest to God, you're one of my favorite people because you just you, you just don't let anything get in your way, you know. Well, thank you, Danny, for having me. Um, yeah, I, I I think I've texted you a few times how the moment we've met, you've done nothing but inspire and motivate me. And honestly, I think what you're doing with the podcast is just like a gift to the industry, period. Mm. So um, we, I mean, uh, of all other people, you know, I want to speak for everyone else, but um, I thank you for, you know, being a part of my life now and helping me grow, not just in my business, but as a person. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that. And you know what, Apple, let me, let me ask you a question because you, you have <laughs> access to this all the time. Right. But when I teach what I teach uh -huh. and I give the classes that I give, how much of an impact does that have or has that had in your life? Out of curiosity. I've never even asked you this. No, like your all your training? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm just like, it's never, for, I don't know. For me, it's never the same. I hear something new that clicks for me every single time. And honestly, that's what makes, that's why I make sure that I'm always plugged in. Yeah. So for example, the same thing with Anthony, it's right. not the role play, it's what Anthony shares messages. with us. The yeah. last 10 minutes, I'm like glued, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I love you guys for that. And that's, 
you know? I asked you this, Apple, because, you know, the format of the show, I'm just going to have an open conversation with you. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm an open book, you know? Yeah. The, the, the format of the show is interview-based. And yet I feel like at least once a month, I um, need to do what I do. And, 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 I need to, and I need to talk about the, the underlying principles that superstars like yourself believe, think, act, so forth and so on. What do you think about that? Do you think that the, the, the public and, and our listeners would, uh, would grow from that? Talking about the mindset? No, just, so, just me. Like, just you being you. Just me do, doing what I do, what you hear me do all the time. Oh my God, uh, keep doing it. Okay. Uh, keep doing it. I think it sends such a strong message. And honestly, um, for for everybody, you're going to pick up something new, something that he may, you may have said before, mm -hmm. but it didn't click that time. And then for some reason, you added in one word or another or whatever. And you're like, oh my God. You know, so keep doing what you're doing, Danny. I love it. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. And I'm just so glad to be able to watch you and do what you do for everybody, for so many people. So here's what I'm going to do then. Next week's episode, episode number 13, mm -hmm. will be the, the introduction of a new portion of our show called Breakthrough Principles, where I won't be interviewing anybody. It'll just be me teaching teaching the same principles that we teach at our company that have caused people like Apple to grow her life in the way that she has. And I'll do that uh, once a month or so. Okay. Uh, what do you think? You like that idea? I love it. All right. Do it. I'm, well, I'm all it. in. You, you heard it here. <laughs> Next episode, episode 13th, we're going to start something new called Breakthrough Principles. Guys, um, if, if, if you want to reach out to Apple, um, if she's inspired you in any way, Apple, how do they get a hold of you? What's what, how do they find you on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff? Um, Facebook and Instagram. It's just real estate by Apple. Okay. That's it. So look up real estate by Apple. And then what's your email? If you don't mind, uh, it's apple at real estate by apple.com apple at real estate by apple.com. Everybody apple Coreal from Visalia Intero real estate services. Uh, thank you again for all of you that have been listeners. We've been getting a lot of awesome feedback on the Facebook page. Thank you so much for that. Uh, next week, the introduction, episode number 13 of Breakthrough Principles. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff and we're going to get deep and we're going to help you break through. Until then, episode number 12, we are signing out. Make sure that as always, go out there and be more, do more, and expect to have way more. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.